What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it, because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people, right? You want people to care, you want, you want to strike emotions, and I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. I'm no sure somebody's written that one pounder with cheese in France, Mickey? <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my, my progeny to you, almighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's my time. <laughs> uh, how do you measure success? Hey, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. I'm JD. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and of course, John is not here this week, so we had to go to the Geek World All-Stars bench and pull in the one, the only, Joey DiCarlo from So Wizard. How you doing, sir? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Joey, from the So Wizard Podcast, and I am thrilled to be here, guys. Yes, you have a, you have a regular job, so you can do this at night now. I know, this is crazy. It was my first day at my new job today, so I, I worked a regular shift, and I've been home for a few hours. I don't even know what to do with myself. So. Congrats on the new job, man. Thank you. Meanwhile, John's face goes on the back of a milk carton. Okay, that, wait, that hold, on, hold on. I want, I want, to, say, I want to say this before, <laughs> before we go into So last week, he was genuinely sick. This week, he actually had a family commitment, so he couldn't make it. This is not like Smooth from Fans on Patrol, where... He just wasn't on, and then all of a sudden, he's not on the show anymore. Like the sister from Family Ties that went up to a room <laughs> they, to do yes. homework and never came back for the rest the of older, the series. The older brother on uh, Happy Days. That's right. just disappears. Just, just oh, upstairs. Was, I forgot about that. <laughs> a lot of people did. You're supposed did you get to. a text from Dave that's from uh, John that said, uh, I have to go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> uh, no, he will be back next week. I promise. JD might not be here, but John will be here. I'll be here. Week. Oh, okay. okay. John's Pucci. shaving his head right now. He's busy. Pucci O'Grady. Yeah, see, like and that's, that. that's, that's the thing, you know. John's not here to defend his uh, hatred of bald people. <laughs> so we got Joey. That's like, that's perfect. Yeah. I'm steering right into the skin. <laughs> All right. So how is everyone's week? Joey, how, how, how is you love your new job? Is you loving life? Yeah, everything's great, man. I just, you know, going to the gym a lot, working my new job. I had a week off in between jobs, so I was really just hanging out at the house and watching TV, watching movies. I actually went to the movies on Friday. I saw Spiral, which is coming up on our show this week. And yeah, just been maxing, relaxed, and having a good time. Cool. And how is it? How is your sleeping? Because uh, you go from third shift to a regular uh, nine to five. The first couple of days of the week in between, I, I was up for almost. 30 hours like trying to correct my uh, sleep schedule and at this point I'm fine other than I still wake up around 4 a.m. just for a few minutes and my body's like hey it's lunchtime and I'm like no it's time to go back to bed so yeah yeah I can't imagine uh thankfully I've never had to work third shift yeah it's not bad you get used to the grind so how about you JD same old same old back in wrestling is in full swing yeah I was on the Dell. I was in Wisconsin Dells all day yesterday coaching, which is different. Wisconsin's a very different state than Illinois. So it was. I was in a. I was in a domed arena where apparently the pandemic was over because you know <laughs> nobody gave a crap. So I was like, oh okay, went in Rome. Yeah, just busy trying to get stuff ready to go for this new Kickstarter. As far as you know, getting ready to fulfill the you know the rewards and whatnot. Right. And I'm writing two little short stories, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Writing articles, staying busy. I don't watch TV. And I got the maniacal five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Um, yeah, cool. How are you? How am I? I? I'm doing all right. I've had had an interesting week. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I was, I was, I actually guessed it on the the Gorilla Brain podcast yesterday. It was a last-minute kind of thing. How'd that go? 
Well, it's for the live stream for The Cure. Joey, help me out. I, who does the live stream? My, my mind just went uh, It's Nick, who used to be on Epic Film Guys, and now he has his own podcast called Nikolai's Kitchen. Oh, okay. There you go. So they do it every year. They do it's like 24 hours of podcasting, and it's to raise money for uh, cancer research. Pretty cool. And we were going to do it this year, and I completely forgot to sign us up. So oh. so Ray from uh, Gorilla Brain said, hey, guys, come on. I need to fill 45 minutes, and I don't want to do it by <laughs> myself. So me and Joey Montego from uh, Fans of Patrol and Anna from the Pop Prison Power podcast, we all jumped on, and we talked about things that could not be made today that right. were popular when they came out. Yeah, Orson, live, Orson, live stream you... from The Cure is the 19th through the 23rd of this month. It's uh, on Twitch live, and it's content creators and podcasters uh, going live as part of a marathon, and people can donate to fight cancer. Yes. Shooting for cool. uh, $15,000 this year. So That's very cool. Yeah, it's a cause I strongly believe in, so eh, obviously our listeners know at this point. So yeah, that was that was yesterday. It was that was kind of like a last minute thing, and then yeah, I just I feel like I've been busy, but I've done nothing. <laughs> I feel you, I, and I could not sit down and read truth. So we'll do it next week. Like I just started reading it, and then I just couldn't. I, I hate digital comics, people. I hate them. I'm old. <laughs> Give me a tactile book. That's why I ordered your book, JD, as a book, not the not the digital download. <laughs> I appreciate it. I make more money off the digital download, but wow. profit margins are bigger because it's an email as opposed to having to work shop through Amazon. So selfishly, I appreciate your money. <laughs> of course, of course. You know who else appreciates our money? Our fans. I thought you were going to say HBO Max. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we'll get into that. That's insane, I think. Such um, a last minute email might have derailed the whole show. Yes, yes. No, but uh, we can get into a little social media madness because we didn't do it last week. And we got a lot of comments on that episode, by the way. We'll get into that. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm very curious. That was very, very much a format breaking episode. For me, my internet actually broke four or five times. Yes, yes. Um, a friend of mine was actually listening to it and kept texting me while she was listening to it and was like, Oh, there goes JD again. Yep. So, so we let's start with we reviewed Mortal Kombat, and I just loved this tweet. And it's a more of a visual joke, which it works great on a podcast. But watch the YouTube people. Well, see, I'm not even displaying the tweet. Oh, never mind then. It so was, uh, we're cool. Cameron, don't even try. Yeah, Con, <laughs> don't even try. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse said, as a diehard MK fan, I cried, I laughed, I was on the edge of my seat. Though the entire movie was cast with a K. I'd with a K too. The portrayal of the characters with characters a K. with a K. Everything was oh flawless. So obviously he's a I, I, that made me laugh. That's why I included it. Dude's a gimmick. That's yes. uh, clearly yeah, a gimmick. Of course, right? But like it works. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not criticizing the gimmick. I'm just stating the facts. Of course, uh, when we, we did our review on Ice Pirates, Jen, who is at J McMahon seventy eight, said. This movie they can reboot, and I was I, that's why I included. What do you think? Should they reboot Ice Pirates? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Look, it's, I said when we reviewed it, like part of the problem with that movie is it is an '80s movie. Is that yeah. like they would tell jokes and let them lie in comedies back then? Where now it's quicker cuts. That's like, true. Get the laugh and get that out, so people don't think about it too much. So I kind of think, like, get that down on to an hour and hour and uh, thirty minutes, and and you know, amp up some of the humor. I think it could work. I think you could do a movie similar to it, but it's like you reboot movies because there's a built-in audience. I don't know if you're going to get the rub from Ice Pirates, right? And I, I think you wouldn't. I don't think I, you'd be able to keep true to the spirit of it today. I think so I mean, Joey's been waiting for Nice Pirates reboot for twenty years now. <laughs> waiting for that in my Buckaroo Banzai sequel for a long time. Now Buckaroo Banzai, I could see them redoing because that's that's interesting. Kevin Smith was, was actually working on a on a reboot or something at one point. Yeah, it fell through. There was a problem with the rights. Yeah, yeah, they promised a sequel of that in the end credits, and it never happened. So. Same with Masters of the Universe. Yeah, another Kevin. Yes. Another One of the first thing. after credit scenes, after all. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, yeah you yeah. can reboot Ice Pirates. Throw it on Netflix. We'll get like Batista as the uh, Robert <laughs> Urich role. I might uh, have uh, Space Herpes as Lumberjacks at the next WWE event, you know. Zombies. Yeah. And then, and then of course, 
moving on, we talked about, we had our interview last week with James Schumacher talking about his new book, Psalms of Caligula. And our good friend D Square just replied with a gif of right. Marty McFly saying, whoa, this is heavy. It's accurate. It's one of the most and, accurate. Uh, and then I, I, t- I actually messaged him and said, what, what, did, did you like it? And he's like, wow, it was so different than what you guys normally do. Format destroyed. Format and then, and then when I was guesting on a, on a podcast yesterday, <laughs> the guy sitting next to me here was like, you, you owe me two funny episodes after that one. That's right. That's what I was like, I need to laugh for four hours strictly from you after listening to that. Yeah. Now that so, I've said that, let's talk about my mom dying for about uh, okay. two and a half hours. So. Yes. It's a, it's a, yeah. So, so, so James, I love you. I know you're listening because I know you listen every week. Next time, let's try to be a little lighter. <laughs> Did you go back and listen to it, JD? I did not. <laughs> I tried and I was getting frustrated remembering all the times I clipped out and I just, it made me angry just listening back to it. So I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't separate myself from the actual work that we did on the show <laughs> and it just infuriated me and I had to move on. All right. All right. And then of course we talked about, we got our first look at the Eternals two weeks ago and our good friend, Timothy Jones. <laughs> said, even though the Eternals aren't well-known, I think that the movie will do very well, like Guardians of the Galaxy did, with big stars like Angelina Jolie. I can't, it can't go wrong. Maybe she'll adopt them all. Wondered where he was going with that. (laughs) (laughs) The lighting was, the, 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 you know, the dissension was a little shaky, but I think he, he eventually stuck the landing. He he tweeted at us like three or four times this week. Sweet. So clearly he was not happy with his lack of mention last week. <laughs> well, he didn't do any social media. I know, so, but Tim Tim gets Tim gets upset when we don't keep when he doesn't get his free plug. <laughs> sour uh, grapes. Sour grapes. Available in finer newspapers across the country. <laughs> or something. Or something. All right, moving on. All right, all right, all right. And then uh, I like this joke. We talked about the, the casting rumors that they're bringing over everyone from the Netflix Marvel shows, except for Finn Jones as Iron Fist and uh, Mike Coulter as Luke Cage. And Tom D said, so, guess these heroes aren't for hire? This is when you need to have, like, sound effects see, and go see, like that. I read that, and I was so angry that we missed <laughs> that obvious joke when we talked about it. But, of course, because it's Iron Fist and, and Luke Cage, it the is actual, the heroes for hire. The, the actual, actual heroes, heroes for, hire. for hire. That's like, <clears throat> I've got, like... A hundred of those issues in my collection. Let's be real. We just dropped the ball on an obvious joke, and I'm rather disappointed in myself, and I'll try to be better next time. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, you know, I'll make you, I don't know, I'll, sh- I'll make you shave John's head. <laughs> and then... Uh, Father, I- Father Time has already gotten started on that process, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's what I said to Joey. Like, I don't understand... Why he's so animate about it when he's because going bonus? That's why he's so animate about it because he's got this reality. I can say this, John's not going to listen. He's got this reality staring him in the face that he's not comfortable with admitting that is coming. So he's like gone way hard in the direction, vehemently fighting against it, like spitting into the wind. But eventually, when one spits into the wind, they just get wet in the face. So. Yes. Yes, yes. What I'm saying is you're going bald, John. Accept it. Matthew Meehan tweeted at us. He said, a few episodes. Ago, you guys mentioned Chris Evans returning to the MCU. Obviously, he's returning as Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four movie. So, <laughs> because then we we made we we made that joke, and this was before the announcement of the Fantastic Four that oh maybe for the multiverse version of Spider Man he will he will be Johnny Storm. Could do that. So That's so, totally so, so so what do you think of that idea, Joey? Well, there's tons of rumors of things that they're supposedly doing with Multiverse of Madness. I know one of the things they were trying to do was to get uh, Tom Cruise to cameo as Iron Man. Oh, Oh, yeah, because he was a choice for a while. Yeah, he was supposed to play Tony Stark for a long time back in the late 90s, early 2000s before they... I'm shocked they didn't do a joke where they were making an Iron Man movie. And they had Tom Cruise at some point playing him. Well, it's hard to make jokes about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise doesn't appreciate <laughs> Tom Cruise jokes. 
So it's best. You got to get him on the right day. Sometimes he's Tropic Thunder and sometimes he's Mission Impossible. That's true. And sometimes he's doing religious stuff. Just don't talk about that because the lawyers are always listening. (laughs) Yes. And I know you can't stand Tom Cruise. No, I'm just not a fan. Uh, It has nothing to do with like his personal life. But Oh, no, no. I know that. But every time Tom Cruise movies brought up on on your podcast, you're like, ah. I just don't really like any of his movies other than Edge of Tomorrow. AKA live, die, repeat. I haven't liked any of his movies, period. And Mark will kill me for saying this, but even the Mission Impossible movies, I just can't get into them. I don't like Tom Cruise. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was because I, I was a kid, like most of the movies he was in were kind of boring. Or, it was like, it was the volleyball scene in Top Gun, wasn't it? Well, you know what? With Top Gun, like people built this up, like Top Gun, Top Gun, Top Gun. And I watched it when I was a kid and I was at the height of like G.I. Joe, like glorification of the United States military, like everything. And it was mostly like love and like kissing and like playing volleyball. Like, but then you watch something awesome like Iron Eagle and <laughs> like he learned how to fly an F-14 from the power of rock music. Like that was way cooler than anything that happened in, in uh, Top Gun. <laughs> I've never heard such a strong defense of Iron Eagle that is supported. Like that's yeah. how you build an argument. You have your two, your statements and you have your conclusion and you prove your statement and you your conclusion. I'm sold. That worked. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad we had this talk. I'm I'm, I'm now. I wish to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so JD, you now believe Iron Eagle is a superior movie to Top Gun? I've never loved Top Gun, but I never like hated Top Gun. Top Gun's always something that's just kind of, you know, you just as a child of the '80s, you just accepted that Top Gun was a thing. Now, I don't, I don't dislike Tom Cruise, but I've always been rather agnostic on Tom Cruise. Like. You just gotta kind of you just kind of accept that Tom Cruise is gonna do Tom Cruise stuff. And now he's just we talk about fighting the hands of time. He just wants to be an action hero until his hips break. Oh, so yes. that's just what you accept from Tom Cruise movies. I do like Legend, but that could be because I'm a weirdo. I think that's a good movie. But that's about it. As far as do you like Tom Cruise? I don't own a single Tom Cruise movie. Let's leave it at that. Do I own? I don't think I own any either. Oh, I take it back. I like Minority Report. That's more Steven Spielberg than Tom Cruise. Yeah. Of course. And then finally, we talked about Finn Whitrock being cast as Guy Gardner in the upcoming Green Lantern series. Maybe. More on that in a minute. Shadow Walker, one Shadow, of our usual... Shadow Walker is a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> he, changed his, he changed his handle. It was just Shadow Walker. I'd rather have, I'd rather have Kyle Rayner or Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart as Green Lantern than Guy Gardner. Yes, but... You're getting sure a bunch of them, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a buddy cop thing where they're, they're going to be all in there, so... Except for probably Hal Jordan is my guess, and then that's, uh, that's fine. And then Hanson Long said, "As for casting, I think he will be amazing." So I don't, I haven't seen anything he's in, so I have no judgment on that yet whatsoever. So we got yeah. another, we got another response in that one too. We did, I did. Yeah, Jeremy, my buddy Jeremy Finestone, when I fight I game media guys, I have no idea. I'm looking at the tweet right now. It says, I'll read it. I'll do the job filling this. Oh, fine. (laughs) Well, you can't read it. I mean, I got myself in a little hot water on this, but when Whitrock was announced as the asshole Green Lantern, that that was a little hard to filter since all the other Green Lanterns are assholes in one way or another. Hashtag hot take. Okay. I had to click more replies. I don't know why that. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Interesting. Because he swore, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Twitter's weird, man. Twitter's being weird lately. Yes. But he's not wrong. That like most of the Green Lanterns do have some type of asshole vibe to them. True, except for Kyle. Kyle, not so much. But the rest of them all kind of. And then, and then, I think you guys talked about on your podcast, Joey. Like, why is he being announced as the first one too? Like, of all, yeah, that 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 was something we talked about on our show. It was it's just it's a weird play, especially with the climate of everything these days when they have. You know, John Stewart, and, and it's not even just in a diversity type of way. Like, John Stewart's probably the most popular Green Lantern for a whole generation of oh, fans yeah. because he was the Green Lantern on the cartoons. Plus, you have Jessica Cruz, uh, Simon Baz. Like, there's a lot of, like, diverse characters in the Green Lantern universe you could be pulling out, and it fits. It's not just done cynically. But for some reason, they want to have Guy Gardner up front, and the guy that they cast isn't a redhead, so... I don't know. Redhead erasure continues in Hollywood. Hey, they can put a they can put a wig on um for Cletus Cassidy. Oh, I, I can't think of his name. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. You know they can, they can put, put a red some wig. red straw on Woody Harrelson's head in the in credits of Venom. They can do anything. Exactly. <laughs> well, on that note, boys and girls, here is our good friend D Square to tell you 
Uh, you can follow on, on social media and be part of social media madness. And uh, you can follow the Geek World All-Stars. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network includes great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thank you for that, Don. And don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. And on that note, we'll take our first commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. All right, we got a little bit of news this week. Actually, we got a lot of news this week because we didn't talk news last week. We did not, in fact, talk news. And we, we'll start with the big one. I did not know this happened, apparently, over the weekend. And JD brought it to my attention earlier today. Long story short, AT&T is dumping Warner Media to... And I don't I don't fully understand the, the concept of this deal. They're forming a new company with Discovery. So they're basically merging with Discovery with the purposes of spin. They call it spinning off. They're going to take those um, assets and mm-hmm. push them off into a new thing. Essentially, AT and T is dumping Warner Media right. and all its connected businesses. Yes, it's interesting. So it makes but AT and T is going to own seventy percent of they the will, new company. They will so still have their shares, right. but it won't be. They won't be like in the day to day of it. They will retain right. control. Like they will retain an interest, but they're basically just like, like it's almost like vulture capitalism. Like you take that thing, yeah. you throw that over, and you're going to let someone else run it, and then eventually you're probably going to say, "Hey, I want to get some money back." So, yeah, yes. And then of course the other aspect of this is the guy in charge was one of the guys from Discovery, which is basically a reality show network at this point. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be making creative choices that it could affect the DC movies. That's where my mind was like, what? Hold on here. <laughs> Not to start getting any better. So this is like the whole aspect. What intrigued me the most of this is DC in particular, because the, ever since Warner media took over, they essentially like, they really disassembled most of, of kind of what oh, DC yeah. comics has been. Like they fired a lot of people that worked there. They completely reha- like retooled the editing department like or the editorial department, excuse me. And it's this happened before too when Warner decided they wanted to get more into DC and they pulled them away from New York into California. Yep. And DC has just been continuously chipped away at little bit by little bit. Part of me wonders if they won't just sell it off in general, but retain like similar retain, you know, those IP rights, you know? So I don't know. This is very, very interesting. Yeah, because we talked about that before where would DC just stop publishing comics and just sell the ips to other independents well that's been a that's been a big rumor for a while too is that they were going to they've been cutting cutting down the number of books that they have you're going to see a huge focus on just big brands so superman batman wonder woman justice league green lantern that's it and then the follow-up rumor to that is it was going to go you know mostly digital graphic novel focused and they'd be farming out to like boom or idw to actually produce the comics and they just be still released as DC comics under DC and through Warner, they'd retain all the rights to the IP and the characters, but they wouldn't be making the comics themselves. There'd be no DC comics really anymore other than some editors and people that work in licensing. So they've actually been doing a like under Marie Javins as the, as the sole editor in chief had a split editor in chief last year, they've been making money. Like they've actually, you know, they've culled back enough yeah. to the point where they're actually fairly, financially solvent financially successful but it's such a well, when you're selling batman for eight dollars an issue it's not hard that's, that's true that's <laughs> part of the problem but like 
the question is there's so there's such a small stain on the Warner Media scale that they can kind of get away with it. Like it's easy for them to get rid of a bunch of, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollar a year positions to make ends meet while you're keeping Batman and being able to sell them for eight dollars right. a pop and you have that IP rights where you can make a lot of money in the future. So but I mean, do you really want the uh, day-to-day you know, grind of having to run a comic studio. And now that's going to be someone else's decision. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Like everything, everything is up for grabs. Yeah. And I don't even think I know anyone who's currently working with DC on anything. Yeah. Their biggest luck, if they could get it, would be someone at this new merged company that just loves comics. Like yeah. if there's some higher up, that's a huge comic fan and is like, I don't care. I want DC comics to keep running and this is what I want it to do. That would be the best thing for them. Otherwise, uh, it gets scary. It, it, it gets scary. Well, case in point with Warner Media, you know, the wrestling guy, Ted Turner was, big w, was a big wrestling fan. So he kept WCW safe and running for years because he just liked wrestling. And no matter how much they lost, they were safe until they got absorbed into AOL. Turner mm-hmm. got Turner, Turner lost his controlling interest. And the guys, the new guys in control, like, we don't want this. This is stupid. We're losing money. And they got rid of it. So really, when it comes to these type of things, it really comes down to, what does the guy in charge want to do? Mm-hmm. And until that person is there, nobody has any idea, especially at Warner that's been in such turmoil for the last decade, really. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, and I, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of new mutants. As we know, want to do on the show, yes. As as because of the idea of that movie was done. They then Disney bought Fox and they drugged their feet for the longest time to release it because they did not like <clears> it. Yeah. So who knows these DC movies that are done that are sitting on the shelf that aren't coming, haven't come out yet. Don't have release dates. Are they going to get, are they going to come out now? Well, well like, I you know, a, a big deal like this just doesn't come out of nowhere. It may seem like that to us news cycle yeah. wise, where it just like when you woke up this morning, this, there were rumors and by four o'clock this afternoon, it's, it's a thing. But I mean, remember a few months ago, they, they canned new gods and what was the other there's one other project that yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Something else got busted too. I can't remember. That just seemed out of the blue. Like, what? Why are why are they the, not um, making new gods the anymore? The trench. The trench, the trench right. yeah. Yeah. And both of those had big name directors behind them and creatives, and they just dropped them out of nowhere. So that could have been part of this. They may be streamlining what they're gonna do project wise. I can see that, and especially when you have those two and you have the rocks doing doing Black Adam, you're gonna keep yep. the rock on Black Adam because you're gonna you're gonna make money with that. Right. That's it's almost too far along at this point to stop. So True. Very true. Like you said, like they sat on New Mutants, but New Mutants was a rather low budget film that, that right. Disney didn't do that. You're right. was done. So they could think, of, what are we going to do with this monstrosity? And nobody. Yeah. As much. Yeah. The, yeah New the Mutants whole, had a lot of so, tangles to it, too. No, it wasn't tied awful. to the MCU. It had contracts where it had to be released theatrically. They couldn't just dump it on Disney Plus because mm-hmm. they had streaming rights to HBO Max. That thing was a mess. Total mess. HBO. Well, that's the whole thing that comes down to is HBO with some making HBO Max. AT&T lost so much money in HBO Max and in direct TV. Like they spent, they've lost 8 billion, they spent 85 billion to acquire all this stuff. And they've already lost eight, like on top of that. So they have to start divesting stuff. Like it's direct TV has been a big failure. HBO Max. We've been talking about since day one, how they really rolled it out poorly, how there was not a lot on the app. And they did, a, they took advantage of an international pandemic and they were able to put some stuff that made the app interesting. I mean, I'm losing big time interest in it right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. So this is a problem. But if you're able to, as we talked about this, like everything is going to go big and now things are contracting. We talked about it a month or so ago that Universal MC, like uh, Universal Comcast was in talks to acquire HBO Max too. And apparently right. that did not happen. O'Grady can't talk about that because, you know, he works for the, you know, the man. But apparently Discovery, they feel, they're feeling a little froggy. But now you've got something interesting. If you're able to combine those two apps, now you've got one of the premier reality TV services now you have scripted drama on top of a movie catalog and now you're just you're opening up your window a lot more so already that app that service is better and you you're gonna i don't know if you're gonna be able to absorb all the the, the discovery plus subscribers or how you're gonna reformat that because there's some overlap but it's interesting i will say this this is probably gonna finally kill some rumors hopefully there were rumors i don't remember where i heard this where the president at warner brothers was a big Zack Snyder fan and he actually had plans to continue the Snyder first. 
In fact, they were apparently going to do a Ben Affleck Batman series on HBO Max and were scouting uh, locations. Yeah, so it's like, hopefully this puts all that to bed. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, honestly, the next, because I guess the new, we're, I suppose we're, we're supposed to hear the new name of the company, whatever they're going to call it, within the next week. They're this new spinoff company, the, yeah. the new Warner, the Warner Media successor. And I imagine when you when you announce it, you're going to get the new people. Maybe it's the same people in charge. I doubt that. But I mean, like, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Just, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see who is spearheading this entire thing. No, when they when companies do stuff like this, they take their opportunity to get rid of the people they don't like. They, they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can. you know, for us as nerds, it's easy to poo poo a lot of the discovery stuff. But, you know, those shows are some of the top shows on cable, like kill. 90 Day Fiance, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Those are really popular shows. Oh, okay. um, and I don't know if you guys partake in them, but sometimes they're very entertaining as trash TV. So my wife likes the house hunters and the, the home improve yeah. revamp shows. But you're that's that's what you talk about that, too, because now you're talking about a completely different demographic that yes. would subscribe to HBO Max. So you've already upped your value because yeah. now you're, you're, you're going to reach into people that really weren't going to subscribe. Right now, you're going to have people buying yeah. this, whatever you call HBO Max in the future, specifically for like the, uh, you know, the, the the Chip and Joanna Gaines show, I was named escapes me at the moment of the property brothers and all that mm-hmm. and whatnot so or I mean, just to throw on diners drive-ins and yeah, dives in yeah. the background while you do housework <laughs> and laundry absolutely and there's people my wife does that all the time mm-hmm. so i mean like this it, it makes sense just as far as you know we're in the con- we're still in the content absorption phase so like the the more diversified content you can get for one service the better off you're going to be because <laughs> peacock's next man that is not working very well so yeah. let's see what happens with that yeah, and on a personal note, Guy Fiore is a personal hero of mine. All right, so well, you know, App, Amazon is talking about buying MGM now. That was the last I just, time before we got I on here. Just read that too. That yeah. that rumor is going around. Yeah. That is fascinating because now, because now if Prime can absorb the MGM movie library, which was a Turner thing forever, that's really interesting. I don't know, man. Yeah, and they're saying NBC is circling CBS. So doesn't MGM? Have the rights to no 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 that's Universal MGM would be like James Bond Rocky yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no it was the 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 rights to the Solo Hulk movie I think really. Universal that's, no that's Uni- uh, yeah, Universal, yeah, Universal yeah, Comcast yeah still, yeah still tied up at Universal yeah still tied up at John's company all right all right moving on Comcast yes. let's talk about the trailer that dropped this week we got our first look at Snake Eyes or GI Joe Snake Eyes what's it called again. Snake Eyes, colon, G.I. Joe, Joe Origins. Origins. That's Boy, they love colons in those movies. Yeah. So what did we think? Uh, I mean, I know I know Joey's a diehard G.I. Joe fan, so, so I'm going to ask him to go first. All right, well, this is a little bit of an exclusive because this trailer dropped after we recorded this week's oh. episode of So Wizard, so we haven't even talked about it on there yet. Woo-hoo. But there, there's, a couple, there's a couple levels to this. First of all, I thought the trailer was too short. Uh, it was only about a minute. This is a movie mm-hmm. coming out in two months, I think, at yeah. this point, or six weeks. And there's been next to no marketing. So I was expecting a longer trailer. I don't like trailers that reveal the entire movie. So there, There's an art to it. And you can watch, like, I actually think the – I don't care how you feel about the movie. The original trailers for uh, Force Awakens were a masterclass in marketing. You know, mm-hmm. it was oh, yeah. different cuts of different cuts of scenes, different dialogue cuts, dialogue not even used in the movie, sped up, slowed down. So you were pumped beyond belief, but you still had no idea what the movie was about. And then when you would see the same scenes in the movie, they were different or shot different or cut different. That was right. a, a marketing masterclass. So I'm not going to expect that out of every movie, but I don't want to see the entire movie in the trailer either. This was just, it was too short. It was too short. I couldn't get a feel of what I was looking at outside of it. It looked awesome. Like the action looked great. The fight fighting looked great. I'm a hundred percent. And I love those kind of movies, regardless, regardless if it's related to GI Joe, I love GI Joe, obviously, but it, it just, it, there was nothing there to pull me in. If I'm not a big fan of these type of action, Kung Fu karate movies, there was nothing there that pulled me in as right. a lay person. Uh, this isn't, looking to be a four quadrant like blockbuster movie just on what they showed and and that makes me sad because i want good gi joe movies i want more gi joe movies i'm a huge samara weaving fan i don't know if you guys saw ready or not no no what (laughs) one of the best movies the last couple of years it's a horror comedy you may or may not like it it's great check it out she was great in that so i 
I'm excited about the cast. I'm excited about the movie. I just wanted more. I just wanted that, a hook. There never didn't feel like a hook to the trailer other than yeah. cool action. So, so don't get me wrong. I liked it. I liked the action I saw. I just never felt hooked in as somebody watching it for the first time. If you're not a big G.I. Joe fan like I am. You're just like, oh, what's this trailer? Oh, it's another action movie. And that was it. You know, it, it just slots right in with a hundred other action movie trailers you've probably seen. So. Okay. What did you think, JD? I, I don't disagree with a lot of what Joey said. I'm not a huge G.I. Joe fan. Not that I dislike G.I. Joe. It's just never of the Hasbro properties. I leaned more Transformers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just It was weird for me seeing Snake Eyes without the helmet. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that made, that in itself gave me a disconnect. Like you're telling me it's Snake Eyes, but I'm like, in my brain, I'm not registering that that is Snake Eyes. I'm not saying it's not going to be a bad movie, but I mean, like there's a there's a disconnect there, especially with a character that is probably your ace character from G.I. Joe that has a, a distinct look. It's like doing a Spider-Man movie where he never puts on the mask. Right. It's weird yeah. to me. I haven't liked any of the G.I. Joe movies that I saw. I didn't care for either of them. So based on that alone, I'm not real excited for this. Like, I don't think Hasbro's got a bad track record when it comes to their properties being adapted. So I'm not real excited for it. That being said, I'm probably going to watch it. Yeah, no. And I definitely agree with the concept of like showing snake eyes without his mask. Like, well, it's his origin. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it, But it's like, it's the whole idea. Like, you know, Boba Fett, snake eyes, Spider-Man to a, to a point where it's a character who's covered head to toe. There's a mystique to him. Like, it could be anyone under the costume. And then once they start showing you, oh, here's the origin. Same thing with the Joker. You show the Joker's origin, you take his mystique away and it like, ruins the character. So yeah, I was not a fan of the Joker movie. So so yeah, like, I don't know. And it, and and like you said, Joey, it felt like a standard Kung Fu movie, the trailer. So it's like, with, without G.I. Joe, would I watch this? Probably mm-hmm. not. So I, I probably still would because I'm nuts. But, you know... <laughs> The thing with with Snake Eyes origin that doesn't really work for today's audience is, is in the comic, he was injured and disfigured in Vietnam. Right. So yeah. that what what are we going to have a like 60 something year old Snake Eyes running around in the movie? Like like people freaking right. out over the changes to the origin in that extent. It, it was never going to happen. You know, right. It was never going to be a flashback movie. It was, you know, this is all about making G.I. Joe hip now and wow for young audiences. So. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, look, the look at the they had to change the origins to most of the characters in the the Marvel movies because they go yep. back to the sixties. So yeah, um, the only difference is Captain America sleeps longer. You know, yeah, yeah that's for Cap. That's the only difference. But <laughs> but that's another thing. Like Tony Stark was making weapons for Vietnam, right? 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they can't do that now. So. Yeah, no, I agree, but it's just like, oh, just, I don't know. We'll see. That's why I say it needed a longer trailer. It need, just needed a hook beyond this is a cool I action think movie. If the trailer ended with him in the costume, yeah, I'd feel better about it if right away with that. I think that would that's that's your hook, but they didn't. I feel like that. that's probably how the movie ends. So they don't want to show it because that's the end of the movie. Like he's probably not yeah, going to put I'm... that costume on the whole movie. Yeah, but at the same time, like you got to, I, I still like as a layman, someone on the outside, I don't yeah. feel connected to Snake Eyes because of that. Yeah, you know? and they're they're pushing the you know his, his ninja clan symbol and all the marketing, but I think that's more of a nerd thing and not something that's going to pull right. layman audiences. So, yes, definitely. All right, let's move on. We did get uh, we did get confirmation that Marvel's What If will deba- debut in August on Disney Plus. Are we looking forward to What If? And what do we what do we think? I think the only story we know confirmed so far is what if Peggy Carter had gotten the Super Soldier Serum. I think and that's probably going to be the first episode that's one we've seen the most of. So, are we excited to for this series? JD, we'll start with you this time. I think I want a trailer before I make a decision. Like I think I needed like a small sampling of what they're outputting before cuz I love the What If comics. Like those were fun. Like those got those got you thinking about some stuff, and there's always really fun to uh, see the the alternate takes on everything. So I conceptually, I'm on board, but I don't have a feeling for what the show is actually going to be yet. You know, true. I, I I've been wondering that too. Is it going to be connected, or are they all going to be separate standalone stories? I don't know. Like if the whole, if it's if this what if is basically a whole season of what if Peggy Carter was Captain America? No, because they know. also showed what if T'Challa was taken by. Yondu instead of Barbara. that's that's right i forgot about that so there are different episodes yeah give me give me a smattering of what what to expect and i'll i'll have a better opinion 
Well, Joey, I know you live in a what if universe, so uh... I I am a huge fan of those comics too from back in the day. I always loved them. They were really dark, though. I mean, I remember every issue. Everybody died. It was what if X Men lost yeah. Inferno, and then like the first like five pages, like every character's dead except for like three or four, but. There were some leaks. You were right. The T'Challa gets picked up by the Ravagers instead of Star-Lord. There's something with Ultron. I think it might just be what if Ultron won and he's the only thing on Earth left that's powered when Thanos arrives. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yes, there's a lot of different kind. And it's something about that. We know Marvel Zombies is going to be on it because of the teaser, but I think that has to do with Doctor Strange doing something. So there's been some leaks or uh, concept art and uh, some of the... I, I know like three or four months ago, every single episode title leaked, but I forgot them at this point because it wasn't like that big a deal. I did not but, see that. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it, it should be cool. You know, I, I like the animated parts that they showed and, and it should be fun. It should be a fun show as long as they don't milk it and run out of ideas. And it's all going to be MCU based, obviously, but right, right. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. it. It'll be nice to not feel the oomph of having to watch it immediately. So if I want to wait like two or three weeks and watch a couple episodes, I'm not going to be so far behind on MCU and, and all this stuff. It's like I'll watch it when I watch it, and that's it. It's not tied to the main continuity, so I'm not going to right. feel the pressure to watch it right away. Yeah, and especially if there's if they are each a standalone story, each yep. episode. Yeah, Every episode's to, a standalone. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the next one. And And you're right, too. Basing it on the MCU as opposed to the comics – like the comics, you have hundreds and thousands of stories to choose from to do a what if one. You, you know, you have twenty one stories to pick from, basically. Well, the the problem with that is 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 who still reads comics? And uh, that's a sad yeah, no, statement. No, right. You know, that's a sad statement. But even the the more popular stories from back in the day that weren't adapted that much, like the average Joe on the street doesn't know what they are, and you're not going to be able to grab an audience for that. There's more people that have seen. More people are going to watch the Black Widow movie on opening weekend than have bought a single issue of her comic combined in the last 10 years. Like, that's a sad statement, but, you know, for the flagship female character in some of the most popular movies of all time, her comics can't break 27,000 copies a month. True. And when you break that down by state, like how much, how many, how many copies per state is that? That's like, it's, it's, it's scary. It's sad, you know, to really see what the audience is for some of these books that aren't overinflated by variant covers, events, all sorts of shenanigans. It's kind of scary to see this comic book market that way, but the average Joe just doesn't read comics anymore. No, they don't. Yeah, because digital comics stink. Anyway. uh, (laughs) But they don't read them in the amount of numbers that are going to make Marvel spend money on an animated series. So, (laughs) All right. So I had included this again because we kind of talked about it quickly last week, J.D. Yeah, we kind of glossed over it. Maybe it's one of the times you popped out. So now we can talk about it again. And then, uh, and then I, w- I really wanted to get John's take on it, but now we've got Joey. And I know you guys talked about it on your show already. The Venom 2 trailer, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, we did talk about Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So so I'm going to reiterate, like, I, did you watch JD? I, yes. Did you watch the first movie? No, not really. No, I never saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. Neither have I. And then. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're terrible nerd podcast. Uh, well, and here's the thing. I, because I can't. Like my whole thing was, I can't do Venom without Spider-Man. It just doesn't work. It's for pointless. It's pointless. And then watching this trailer, I thought, okay, well, I'll watch the next the second movie because I like Carnage. I like the play off of Venom and Carnage in the comics. What a weird ass trailer. That yeah, like I'm sorry, like you, I, I can't. Who said it on your show, Joey, about the 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 humor between Eddie and Venom? But like in the comics, it's dark humor. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is slapstick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Once you see Venom making breakfast in a slapstick matter, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Like, nope. Well, that's not my if Venom. You, if you watch the first movie, and I said this on our show, and I've said it multiple times when we talk about this property as, as the movie, the interplay between Venom and Tom Hardy being bros and trying to figure out how to live together and their wacky hijinks, that, that's the best part of the movie. Tom Hardy knows exactly what kind of shitty movies and he's chewing the scenery. He could stop in the middle of a scene, pick up a chair behind him and just start munching on it. He's chewing the <laughs> scenery so bad, but he seems like he's having a blast. And those are the best parts of the movie. Unfortunately, there's a movie that you have to watch that goes with all of that. And that is terrible. <laughs> so this trailer doesn't do anything for me to massage those fears. Uh, everything that 
isn't Eddie and Venom farting around making breakfast or joking around with the lady that works at the corner store is is horrible. And I wouldn't want to watch a two hour movie of, of Venom's wacky adventures at the corner store. So I, I just I don't know what they're doing here, but it, it's not working for me. It really yeah. does feel like this would fit in a cinematic universe with like Ben Affleck, a daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it feels like 2005's hottest superhero movie. Like it, yeah. it feels like a relic of a bygone age and, and it's just not for me. I don't love any character enough to overlook a shitty movie. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, there's right. bad star Wars movies. I think my kids are named after star Wars characters and there are star Wars movies. I don't like, I'm, I'm willing to be realistic about it. <laughs> so I mean, I just there's nothing that can make I'm me overlook a bad movie. I'm a guy who's been waiting for a Venom movie since in Stan's soapbox in the night in like 1992 when they were talking about making the Spider-Man movie and and Stanley like mentioned or whoever was writing him at that point mentioned, oh, and we want to try to get Venom into the movie as well, you know, and getting exciting and wanted to see him since then. And now it's like, you know. We finally got Venom, but they're not doing it right. And like, I read all of the the miniseries that came out, and it's mm-hmm. like this is not the character from those books at all. Like, well, they just don't have the patience for yeah. it either, and it's really hard to do without Spider Man. But I mean, it needs to be the alien costume saga first. That then becomes Venom. That becomes a bad guy that Spider Man fights. That then becomes an anti hero. You you just can't rush into these things. And the Venom movie with Tom Hardy does the best it can to give it a, an origin without Spider-Man involved. But then you do get things where you're like, okay, well, so he's a big alien monster. Okay. Then why does he like shoot web type things and swing around? Like, and have a face like right. Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like, I just, I cannot get into this King and black stuff going on because why do all the characters all have Spider-Man symbols on their chest? If it's an ancient a king of symbiotic aliens from the other side of the galaxy, why does he have a Spider-Man symbol on his chest other than branding for, for the cover of the comic? I, I just I can't get into it. So Yeah, yeah. All right, good. At least you can be honest on our show. <laughs> oh, I'm always honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aubrey loves it just because it's Tom Hardy. I get it. I understand. There are plenty of... Man. Yeah, you know, there are plenty of actresses that I give a hundred percent pass, no matter how terrible the movie is. So, yeah, like Brie Larson. Anyway, moving on, we're gonna get a gift in June. It's gonna be ten days before my birthday. Instead of Fridays, Wednesdays, they announced we're gonna be getting Loki, August, uh, not June 9th. So, are, are we excited about this? And does it shift how we're going to watch it? It's weird, JD. It's I don't know, kinda. I wonder why, because it seemed like the the friday midnight thing was working well for them leading into a mm-hmm. weekend is it still i missed it is it still going to be 3 a.m east coast midnight west coast thing does it say i don't think it's said in the article because if they do like a wednesday at like 7 p.m nah, or something like it, that that would be okay i guess but just yeah, the fact that like, yeah because uh, it's all based on that short that they put on on youtube and it's just uh tom hiddleston like saying you know it's going to be on wednesdays so, so weird. It, yeah it's weird. Like it, it seemed like they had a good thing going with with Friday mornings, but I don't know. I don't know. I want to. I mean, like it sucks for us because we post our show on Wednesdays, so the week, stuff's going to be a week behind, basically. But right, exactly. Yeah, they're they're screwing us. <laughs> and we'll have two days to think about it before we talk about it now, as opposed to talking about it. Oh no, not two days. No, we'll, we'll have like Mondays. four or five days. It won't be. Yeah, it takes won't be as fresh. What I meant is we'll have two extra days to think about it and be influenced by people on social media. Well, John, oh. John will watch a hundred different YouTube videos to come in and talk about it. So it's just going to be like, I don't know. I'm not a fan, but I suppose it's not going to impact my enjoyment of it. What about you, Joey? Is it going to hurt you at all? No, we don't <laughs> review any of the shows uh, weekly like that. We'll wait till the last episode airs and then we'll do our full season review the week after so that's already planned i have the whole show planned out through the end of september so i already have that slotted in in terms of my watching now we watch it all together as a family um, because we're all into mcu me and the kids way more than my wife but she is interested in it and invested because we made her watch all the movies so (laughs) she's actually caught up 
through everything now, everything that's been released, she's caught up. So, which is stunning to me. I can't believe that it happened, but yeah, she, she's caught up. And that's how I actually guilted my daughter into watching WandaVision with us because just from her schedule as a senior in high school and hanging out with her boyfriend and working, she hadn't watched the first three episodes. And I was like, come on, man, you gotta just, like, they're half an hour long. Sit down and watch this with me. And she's just like, no, I gotta do this. I'm like, damn, mommy's more caught up on the MCU than you. And I just walked away. And then, you know, a few hours later, she came in the room and we watched all three episodes. So it was fine. But yeah, yeah it's not going to affect my watching at all. It's not really going to affect the show at all. And it's exciting. I just just get it out. I'm, I'm interested in these shows. I'm interested. So, yeah, I can't wait. I think this this one's going to be good. You know, can't can't go wrong with with Loki. And in our last last little bit of news for the week, they have officially announced that Blade reboot will film in summer of 2022. So it is happening. Cool. It's not just a rumor anymore. Like I had heard that who's the actor who's playing Blade? Marshala uh, Ali. That's it. Like I heard a rumor that he went into Kevin Feige's office and said he wanted to play Blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it, that they didn't even have plans for a Blade movie. They, he met with them and said, they were like, well, we'd love to have you back in the movies. He's like, great, I'll play Blade. And they went, okay, we're making Blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what started it. Well, there you go. So, yeah. And off of that, it's it's, it's off and running. Is it going to be as good as the Wesley Snipe movie? The first I don't know. One. Well, the Wesley Snipe movie, you look back on it, is there's definitely some 90s cheese in it. But it was it's really the beginning of people taking Marvel movies seriously, right? Because right. that's like a that's a legit attempt at a movie. Like you've got a legit star. Wesley Snipes was a star in nineteen ninety-eight. Right. Movie, I think it's aged decently. Like I, I still enjoy I think I like Blade Two better than Blade One, you know, mm-hmm. Del Toro and all. But it's it's still watchable. It's still pretty solid. Some of the special effects are really dated, but yeah. It's fun. I mean, if they do something different with it, I'm all on board. Right. As long as they don't have to CGI his eyes open at the end. How about you, Joey? Excited for a Blade reboot? Well, of course. I love those. Well, I love the first two movies. Blade 2, for a long time, was in my top 10 comic okay. book movies of all time. I, I haven't sat down and remade that list in a while. So, But I, I love I love those movies. You know, they're a relic of their time, obviously. And yeah. Some of the special effects don't hold up, but they're still great. I like them a lot. They just they need to do something different. I don't think audiences... Well, you know, I don't want to say that, but, you know, I'd be happy with more of the same, but I'd like to see it's it, the excitement comes from here's this fantastic, like generational talent actor. And here is the best movie studio making comic book movies there's ever been. And now they're going to make this property. So I, I just want to see what they can do, like go wild. I don't, I don't want them to feel trapped in a box of being like, well... He's got to wear a trench coat and swirl it around in these scenes because that's what happened in a movie 35 years ago. You know, just go wild, man. It, and I don't care if it's R or PG-13. I don't think either of those Blade movies are too bad in terms of content. And they could yeah. be easily toned down to PG-13. You just have to take out some blood and some swears. I mean, that's all really the difference is at this point in these movies is a tiny bit of gore and the profanity. There's not really much content wise that can't be done in a PG 13 movie at this point. So right. when he kills the vampires, they just turn to ash. It's not like there's like blood squirting everywhere or anything. So I really want to know what vampires in the MCU is like. Mm-hmm. Right. That's intriguing to me because we haven't really tapped into too much the horror side of it. So I want to know what an MCU vampire is. It looks right? like that... Jared Leto. God, I keep forgetting <laughs> about that. That's something I hope that never happens. Right. Someone needs to take someone needs to try to buy Sony and say, stop Spider-Man movies. Well, if someone buys Sony, the rights auto revert to Marvel. So that would be the best thing that ever happened. Ooh, ooh, hey, Bezos, get on that, man. (laughs) Yeah, I can say that now. I don't work for Amazon anymore. Jeff Bezos, get over here. Open your wallet. (laughs) I don't don't see that happening, guys. Sorry. Yeah, me neither. But buying Sony. But it would be nice. Was Sony still MGM technically? No, they work together. They're separate companies. Yeah. Almost happened. <laughs> oh, you missed this. You missed speaking of Spider-Man. You missed the story, Dave. Andrew Garfield. Oh, you're right. This, this, this is. You're right. I completely skipped over that. So yeah. So we we we've been talking about this No Way Home movie for a while now, and the the of course we have Toby Mc, not Toby McGuire. Who's the kid playing him now? Thank you. Wow, my mind is not here tonight. But Tom Holland keeps denying that that all these people are in the movie. Of course, Alfred. Molino came out a few weeks ago and said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in No Way Home. I'm playing Doc Ock. You know, 
And now Andrew Garfield has come out and denied that he's in the movie, which to me proves even more. And apparently the way he denied it, he said like what Tom Holland was saying almost verbatim. It sounded scripted. So to me, that proves he's in it. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, What do you think? It's very wrestling. Like, you know, you just you're working people. But I don't at the same time, maybe he is on this. I mean, like I hate I we had these like su- like big expectations for WandaVision that we kind of let our imagination run with. And we've big time done that with this movie. So maybe this is a call to kind of pull back a little bit. So I'm going to, I would rather believe him here and be happy when I see him than expect him and be disappointed that he isn't there when he told me he wasn't going ah, to be there. Very pragmatic of you. I try to be that guy. <laughs> if you have no expectations, you can never be disappointed. Do you have any expectations, Joey? I'm not going to be too upset if the worst live action Spider-Man doesn't show up in the movie. So um, fair, you know, it's it's not I'm not going to be broken up about it. I mean, we're still going to get dubstep electro in this one since Jamie Foxx is confirmed. So, yeah, it's fine. I I like them not telling you everything up front. Right. I'd prefer it to be a surprise. It's never going to be a surprise because at this point, these movies are huge machines and Mm -hmm. things leak. Marvel is usually really good about about it, but I, I feel like for the MCU shows, at least there's been a lot of leaks, whether it's content or even video from the shows themselves or Funko Pops or action figures. There's been a bunch of Lego leaks for Eternals and Shang-Chi. There was a whole plot leak of Eternals about two or two months ago, a month ago. I read it and it made no sense to me at all. So I don't feel I feel like I, I know less about the movie now that I read the plot leak than I did right before i read it and it really just it was somebody had seen a test screening and then they told someone else about it and then that person leaked it everywhere so Um, it was like third hand right and it read like somebody that didn't like right it read like somebody who didn't like comics watched Mm -hmm. infinity war told their (laughs) friend about it and then they told you about it but they weren't a hundred percent sure everything was right and they didn't know who any of the characters were it's like I don't even know I don't even know what you're saying at this point so I just I just blumped it but yeah I'm, I'm still excited for anything MCU let's be honest I'm gonna go see it no matter what it is it could be I don't know skull scroll kill crew or some like terrible blood wolf some terrible comic uh, from the 90s and I'd still go see it but and I spider-man is my favorite superhero so again I'll see anything with spider-man in it just just be a yeah. good movie i'd be more than happy if he's not in it at all if none of these people are in in this period and it was just about tom holland dealing with his identity being revealed at the end of the last movie i i just I, i'm happy with whatever they want to do so scroll kill crew was written by grant morrison yes it was yeah. one of the only things of his i've ever liked deep that's a deep cut right there the comic like... book podcast they had to bring the big guns yeah, out i appreciate that that's good yeah. one. you don't like grant morrison no, he's too arty farty for me. I you love it. He's my favorite. He's my favorite fighter because I'm Johnny artsy fartsy. You didn't like go. his. Uh, you don't like his Batman. Batman and Robin. You don't nope. like. Nope. You don't like Damian Wayne. Uh, I like Damian Wayne. Just I don't know. I didn't really like his run on just about anything except for uh, JLA that time. So. JLA run was really good. Yeah, I don't know. He is already farty. I mean, I can't, I cannot, I cannot deny that at all. I have to just kind of steer into it and say, I am kind of a snob. Yeah. I'm more of a, you know, I'm more of a Mark Grunewald, Tom DeFalco kind of guy. So give me that kind of writing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm on the same page as you, Joey, Spider-Man. And that, when I was collecting, it was Ron Friends and Tom DeFalco were the two doing Spider-Man. Exactly. So it's like, that's what we grew up reading. So I, I yep. get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm actually starting to think are, you know, because they have confirmed that the stunt, there, there has been confirmation that the stunt doubles for Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire have worked on this movie. So I'm starting to wonder, like, do we see them in costume and that's it? It's like just in a quick. There was an entire plot leak, alleged plot leak on 4chan. I want to say like a week or two ago, I read it. It didn't sound outlandish. It didn't sound super made up like some of these things leak and they're just you can pick the things out where you're like that's not that's not right that's not right or something ridiculous or someone will throw like a weird meme in there just to you're halfway through it and some stupid thing is in it you're like all right that's not real it it sounded pretty plausible so i think we'll see them more than we think but not as much as we want that's the best way i can say it i think that sounds pretty accurate to me honestly because at the end of the day it is tom holland's Spider-Man, right. right? You mm-hmm. can't right. steal that from him. Yeah. 
So, but he did say he wanted to play Spider-Man forever. So we might get three more movies with him. Yeah. 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 Well, depending on Sony and, and Marvel making nice. You talk about so about people trying to steal Tom Holland's Spider-Man, much the way Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel tried to steal Blade from Wesley Snipes. That's right. That's right. To the point where he wouldn't leave his trailer. Yes. I mean, see, and having watched his eyes, well, having watched the movie, I'm like, okay, Wesley Snipes might not have paid his taxes, but he certainly wasn't wrong about this. Yeah. <laughs> poor Wesley. Oh, poor. poor Wesley. He stole coming to coming to America. He was fantastic in that movie. I he was amazing in Dolomite is my name. Yes, he's still good. Like he's so, still really good. Yes, he was good. I always bet on black, you know. Oh, yes, yeah, a classic line. Passenger 57. But I actually haven't watched Coming to America yet. I think mm. if you enjoy the first one, I do, of course. That is that is it's very much rehashy of the of the first and it's it's entertaining for an evening. It's not a Watch the first one before you watch the that's second one again. very oh, okay. good advice that's yeah. very good way advice because there's a lot, a lot of, of callbacks and throwback of, jokes hey, and hey remember this a lot of that yeah. yeah i hadn't seen it since i watched them vhs and i was just like i think i remember that guy and I oh think I see, that that's, was a joke that's one of those movies that i've seen probably 130 times like it's one of those if, if i'm in a mood coming to america is what goes on if i'm flipping the channels and coming to america's on i stop what i'm doing and watch the movie it's probably my favorite comedy of all time. So I have a special place in my heart for coming to America. That's very hard, isn't it? To distinguish the two movies. Oh, it's very easy to distinguish them. But it's like, if you love something, you know, you're a little more passable if something's just passable. No, no, I just meant like, why did they call it coming to the number two America? Oh, because it's cute. Because there's a two in it. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Someone at Amazon thought it was a good idea. That's that's exactly what it is. Yes. Yeah, Bezos. He's, he's not buying. He's not buying Sony because he's busy. He just bought a fleet. Movies. He just bought a fleet for his divorce. He bought a boat that was so big it needed other boats. He bought it for the divorce. Wait a minute. No, for him some way to celebrate his divorce to be like, hey, midlife crisis time. Here's my big ass boat. So big it needs six other boats to patrol it. Like. I don't know. Perhaps he's turning into Lex Luthor at the end of <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. All right. Well, that is all the news we have this week. And yeah, we don't have a main topic. So I think that's where we're going to put a pin in it for this week. Getting a short one this week, guys. After that marathon interview last week. <laughs> was on, that was a marathon interview. So, so before we wrap it up, Joey. Yes. The bit that I stole from So Wizard number one tell people where they can find so wizard and you have any recommendations for our audience of course well the easiest way to find us is at so wizardpodcast.com where you'll find links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page except for tiktok i don't think we've added a badge for that yet so follow us on tiktok also and we're on youtube with supplemental content content to the podcast we have our podcast every week which is on amazon music and apple and spotify anywhere under the sun you find podcasts we're there so check us out weekly movie reviews with a nerdy little bent to them so come and check it out uh recommendation i will say check out castlevania on netflix it's fantastic it's an animated adaptation of a couple of the castlevania games you don't really need to have played the games to enjoy it but it's great. It, it's it's awesome. Season four just came out this past week. I watched all of it in a day and a half, and it, it's done now. That was the end of that series. There'll be more, but it'll be different characters. But yeah, it's great. And the first season is only four episodes, and they're 20 minutes long. It was originally uh, made for, not TV, but you know, direct-to-video animated movie. They cut up into a season, and it was so right. popular, they expanded upon it. So. You can watch the first season in about the span of time it would take you to watch a movie. So check it out. Castlevania on Netflix is awesome. Cool. JD? I just finished Later by Stephen King. It's his latest book. And it's not it's not my favorite Stephen King book. But if you if you enjoy Stephen King's work, you know that he very frequently will put in Easter eggs to some of his other stuff. And this is no different. It's a story of a kid who's very sixth sensey. He can talk to dead people. Like he talks to 
like ghosts, like fresh ghosts, like after right after they die, the kid can communicate with them. And it leads to a uh, more of a thriller type of story than a horror story. It's a nice little cat and mouse game. It takes a while to get started, but it's a short read. And there's enough little winks and nods to his other work that it made it enjoyable. It's only like 300, 350 pages, something like that. It's very, very short read, very easy. Pretty good, pretty enjoyable. Not my favorite, but, you know, mediocre Stephen King is still better than 90% of what's on the market. So, Yeah, okay, cool. And, oh, we didn't talk about this. Your your Kickstarter's over. Oh, yeah, ended a week ago. We, funded, we, we funded a 328%, so. Awesome. And uh, right. most backed campaign, most backed campaign I've ever ran. And uh, and when can people expect their books? Who backed you? June. June? Okay. June. As as clearly stated on said website. Oh, I didn't read. I just... I No, that's I, that's what... <laughs> legally speaking, I put the things there to end to avoid the questions. But yeah, no, I just got back the notes from the editor for the last book. So it's at the... I have a correction team. I have a bunch of people read the books to find the last little typos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So once I get the last book back, the, the stuff, the order goes in. Because I haven't gotten the money yet. It takes about two weeks to get your money back from Amazon before it hits mine account. So as soon as I get that money in my account, then I can place the order to print the books and then they can go get shipped. So do you want to hire someone to find mistakes in your 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 grammar and your, <clears throat> your, your spelling? Hire my daughter. She's a, she's a grammar people, Nazi. Those people are invaluable, let me tell you. They're annoying, but they're, uh-huh. so, they're so invaluable, though, because, like, you don't want to be – I've been the dork that has a couple typos, and you're like, oh, man, you got to eat it. So now, they, now that I got some more money behind what I'm doing, I can I can hire people. I got a good – I got a new editor who's actually really good. So I had some really good notes on these last two books and my ARC cool. team. Because, again, you give these guys free books, and then they review your books, and reviews are critical on Amazon. So Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, what do you I, buy you? What are you going to recommend? <laughs> What are you recommending? You stole my thunder. I, I recommend did it on purpose. <laughs> keep stepping on me. That's, That's John's job. Someone has to pick up the slack when O'Grady isn't here. Well, I will recommend that people head on to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to our social media at the top of the page. And uh, comic book reviews by our good friend D Square. There are two going up this week. And uh, whew, recommendation. I actually, like I said, I actually didn't do much but was busy with like stuff this week so i didn't do anything new i will recommend you check out if, if you like our show go listen to so wizard because <laughs> you'll love those guys they're just as nerdy as us uh, they re- review a movie every week or sometimes a tv show but usually a movie and and it's a lot of fun and and of course we've had i think we've had everyone but we have had mark mark and mm-hmm. and joey on we have not have had aubrey yet or audrey aubrey i don't see my my niece is audrey so yeah but she's uh, she's shy <laughs> we'll have her eventually but yes check out so wizard and uh, you will not be disappointed and on that note boys and girls as always thanks for hanging out and don't let your cake be caught in the door have a good week